Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Rudo, Blaze, Megan, Avs lose four to nothing to the Boston Bruins in a predictable fashion given the lineups that were iced. All right, let's end the show. <laughs> uh, Bye. It's not not an interesting game beyond the first period. Uh, certainly there are some things to talk about. We'll get into them, but for the most part, you knew what was happening here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, am I doing this 10 second rundown? Is that, is that what we agreed 10 on? Seconds? You guys want to do rock, paper, I'll just, I'll just do it. It's fine. First period was competitive. The other two periods were not. The Avs gave up two goals in the second and the third and a predictable shutout loss. Not bad. (laughs) Not bad. All right. Let's start with the first period because I think we'll find most of our positives there. We'll start with a positive conversation. The Avs were competitive in the first period. Who'd we like? Give me somebody. <laughs> I, I, you, I evaluated my opinion of the first period, how the team performed as a whole. It didn't really feel like someone jumped off the page individually. Okay. Um, I thought they played pretty physical, and they struggled to control possession, but they stayed in it. Like, you'll look, too, at the end of this game, they were kept to the perimeter kind of for the whole point, but this was their most competitive period. I did like the physicality I saw in the first, and... I liked to, though they took two penalties, they were able to draw a penalty on that second one. And just that kind of speaks to how they were able to stay competitive throughout the course of this period, that they are just like a step behind the Bruins. There still felt like there was a chance. And being able to draw a penalty in that second, um, you know, the penalty call on the whole would would end up being perfect, right? But you look at how the first period closes out, you feel kind of lucky and you feel like they can build off of that and overcome the small gap at that time for their shortcomings of the first. For sure. Uh, It was uh, certainly a period that, like you said, you look at the team as a whole and the systems and you go, you know what? This team clearly isn't as talented, but they're doing their best. There aren't too many lapses. They're surviving. Nui looked great on the penalty kill, too. Surprisingly, he only got like the one real shift there, but but he was a little bit of a menace. Great sticks. I mean, he was in everybody's business out there, poke checking pucks, just making it hard to 
get into the zone and get set up. And and credit to the Avs PK, probably the brightest spot of the night, not just going perfect, but it showed, right? This yeah. team was kind of hair on fire. Everyone was being super aggressive on the penalty kills, just in Boston's face, and it worked. They prevented Boston from scoring on the power play, so... It was definitely a different look from, from the Avs, too. Like you were talking about it, it's like it was a very aggressive power play, and I think that, or penalty kill, and I think a lot of that had to do with just like you're not really running a system right now with a bunch of AHL players up, so it's like just go out there and don't take away time and space. Yep. I think that's um, actually such a, a big credit to the PK, too, because they've always tried to run it aggressively, but at the start of the season, they played too aggressively on the PK, and they would engage skaters and leave positions and open seams, and it worked that they were aggressive to include Newhook, who's sort of newer to the penalty kill. He was aggressive and fit into that system pretty well for someone being a bit unfamiliar to it. You had a number of... Yeah, I'm not going to say great offensive chances, but good ones. Ben Myers had a nice play going out wide, beating his man, trying to get it to the middle to count. It just didn't quite work out. Houdon, again, generated a decent number of attempts towards the net. Couldn't finish one. And that's kind of the story of this game, is there are a lot of reasonably good things the Avs did, and they just slammed headfirst into the ceiling of... Their skill level just isn't very high right now across a significant portion of their roster. And that's going to make any game against the team the caliber, of, the caliber of Boston right now tough. It's just the reality the Avs are living in. So he also had uh, Cal Burke playing his, his first NHL game. Like him? Not like him? No, I liked it. Someone in the chat mentioned, too, his feed to Miko at the net front that Miko just kind yep. of didn't even wasn't able to settle the puck. Yep. Um, and it, it, there was a Bruins play right on him, too, also, I think, getting it away from him. So it was difficult for Miko to settle that puck, but it was a great pass to Miko. Yep. So an another chance that kind of fell to the wayside, yeah. unfortunately, for the Avs. Uh, I thought Georgiev was good tonight, expanding more toward the entire game. Yes, I know he got scored on four times, but you go back and look at those goals, and hard to blame him on any of them. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, the one that he had the best chance to stop was probably Taylor Hall on a breakaway. So, I think they each categorized two were high danger, two medium danger. That's just really difficult to ask of your goaltender, especially when you look at the difference. They just didn't tend to the net front very well tonight. It was yeah. There was a lot of access there. Well, and to be expected when you have this mismatch of defensemen. Totally. There was this misreads in front of the net. That first goal, Pasternak just gets lost in the shuffle. Yep. Uh, and McDonald just doesn't pick up the right player, and Sam Gerrard just kind of left out to dry, and you have a high-end shooter very it's close into the net. from your goalie. Yeah. <laughs> Great shot, too. Oh, barn in. Yeah. Un unreal stuff from Pasta there. Um... Brad Hunt beat the pants off Thomas Nosek. Tomas Nosek. I don't know how to say his first name. Is it Tomas? I don't know. I think it's Tomas. Is it? I think, yeah. We're going to go with that. Either there, way. There's a Freudian slip there. It's Brad Hunt. It's Dryden Hunt. Did I say Brad Hunt? We don't oh want Brad God. Hunt. <laughs> that means something has happened. Yeah, that's, um, Dryden Hunt. Apologies, Dryden. Uh, I, it was a dope fight. 
he's definitely a better fighter than Nosek is. It was a weird fight that happened, it was. too, because that was just a clean hit. I guess it's on one of your star players, so he's stepping up to protect one of those guys. But yeah, then he just got his uh, shit rocked. <laughs> uh, I, I really only think the one punch really landed. The, the other two are kind of to the helmet. But <laughs> I mean, he overwhelmed him, though. No, I mean, yeah, he, just Nosek was never yeah. in that fight for real. There was even a moment where Nosek was on the ground and Dryden Hunt grabbed yeah. his jersey, like, "Have you had enough?" I don't know. I'm making that part up. We're not done. Oh wait, yeah. we're done. Okay, just <laughs> get up. <laughs> so I mean, look, there are some positives here. Again, I think the effort level was certainly there for the Avs. They did what they could for the most part. There were just too many shortcomings tonight to, in the end, even really be competitive with this Boston team. They had one real competitive period, and then it kind of fell apart not too long after that fight with Hunt. Uh, I mean, this is what happens, like, right? Like, when you're at a playground, you don't have enough players. Yeah. You start picking out your, you know, your buddy's kid yeah. or little brother and stuff. Like, in a few years, those guys might be good, but right now... They're still learning the game, um, still learning to play at this caliber of hockey, especially. You could see it tonight, right? Like yeah. they were just a step behind. Yep. Um, and it, it was just messy. The passing wasn't crisp. It, it's really hard to play at the NHL level when those things aren't clicking. Yeah. It, it's a little bit unfortunate because you did feel like, certainly in the first two periods of this game, Boston really didn't have their best game tonight. Yeah. With a little bit more, you felt like this was probably a winnable game for Colorado, but it's I, one of those things though, like with a team like this too, is like if the Avs wanted a chance at winning this game, they had to score early. Yeah. Like they had to put some goals sure. on it, like we for were sure. talking about this and is, just hang on to it. It's just not a team that can come from behind yeah, really no. right now. It's too hard. Um negative side. I want to start with Miko here. I don't know that you guys will necessarily say that he was a negative, but they're going to need more than they got out of him tonight to win hockey games with this lineup. So where, where do you guys sit on Miko? Okay, bad, good. I wouldn't say he was a negative, but you're right. Like you need him to be the best player on the ice right now. And he just wasn't, and he's got to be more engaged in it. So, I mean, he did miss a, you know, puck in front of the net, whatever yeah. that happens. That's, you know, that's high danger chance. He's going to get clobbered right there. So he's trying to, just fix it real quick, but he he didn't do a lot tonight. It's true. Not not noticeable enough, I yeah. would put it that way. Same yeah, boat? Yeah, you need him to separate from a lot of the other players that are fringe American League players, and it would have been a perfectly adequate night for him had this been a healthier lineup, but yep. on a night like tonight with the lineup that they have, you just wanted a little bit more visibility. Yeah. A little more completion, too. That's true of everyone, but especially him. The thing is, you know Miko has that in the bag at the NHL level, yeah. right? You're hoping some of these other guys do. And you look at the lineup, and it's it's just the reality of his line of, for at least part of the game, was Newhook and Houdon. If Miko's not the best player on that line, that line's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's just the reality. Part Again. of that, too, though, is probably some of the role. You know, you've been for playing sure. on this this set line for years, and you kind of have your role, and now you're being asked to do what McKinnon basically does night in, night out. Yeah. that's uh, It's true of the entire lineup, honestly. You have a bunch of dudes playing 
Yeah. Way out of the role that they're used to. Confer line getting second line minutes. Even seeing guys get promoted like a Houdon coming from the Eagles now playing. Uh, his minutes don't actually line up with top line minutes, but played plenty yeah. for an AHL guy. What'd you guys think about him? I, I like everything but the finish. I, Is that something that can be worked on? Uh, no comment. <laughs> but he, he genuinely, honestly, may be the best player tonight at generating chances towards yeah. the net. Just don't know that the finish is quite there for the NHL level. I can't evaluate his finish. Nobody <laughs> finished. <laughs> I need to see more. I need a Agreed. bigger sample size. Agreed. Because I know he has it at the American League level. And I've liked the effort I've seen at the National League level so far, um, especially compared to other forwards tonight. I really liked where the areas I saw him getting to and the chances he was taking. Would like to see him finish. Hard to evaluate right now. Well, lucky you'll get to see more of him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'd asked if his family was coming down from Loveland, and he said it's a school night. But if I stay up for longer, they'll come down for the weekend. So hopefully that <laughs> is something keep it for that at least happens. the weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so again, it is what it is. You just there are ways that the Abs can win games with this lineup. I don't know that there are many ways the Abs can win games with this lineup against a team as good as Boston. Yeah is what it is. We are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I get it. You're a diehard Avs fan. You don't want to bet against them, but if you want to make some money, <laughs> you might want to bet against them right now. Just throwing it out there as an idea. Faith you know, Avs. <laughs> look, when you bet $5 on any NHL team, when you sign up with a new account with code DNVR, if you pick the team to win their next hockey game correctly, you get $150 in free bets. Feels like pretty easy to bet against, bet for rather, whoever's playing against the Avs to win right now. Just does. So consider going that route to get your $150 in free bets. Of course, if you don't want to do it, if you can't do the emotional hedge betting, you can always bet on any other sport, basically in the world. It doesn't matter. High lie, you can bet on it. They got it over there at DraftKings. So... Go check it out. Use the code DNVR when you sign up for a new account when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other restrictions apply. See the show notes down below for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We are also brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR, which you can get anywhere in the United States. Check out breckbrew.com. Use the local beer locator online there. You'll find it. It's almost certainly at whatever liquor store you go to, at least a couple of flavors. They have dozens, all of their winter and Christmas stuff in stock now. So go get yourself some of that. Also, on our end of things, doesn't matter what happens in the game. I guarantee you the party bus crowd will make it a good time going to an avalanche game. So December 17th, the DNVR party bus takeover of Ball Arena. We're going out there. We're going to have a blast for my birthday. Don't know how the game will go, but I know we'll have a good time. There's like extremely limited tickets left. I think there's like five or less tickets left if you want to get on the party bus and a ticket to the game. So be sure to check it out at the DNBR locker now before they sell out. It's a game against Nashville. That's a winnable game. Yeah, it's also the 17th. Like maybe they'll have a guy or two back by then. True. You know, you're it's hopeful. True. You're hopeful at Fingers that point. Fingers crossed. 
We'll see, though. I think it's realistic. I feel like one of Bowers, Rodriguez, Nichushkin, which those are not created equally, right? I start <laughs> with Bowers. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> the big old gap. <laughs> one of those will be back. <laughs> so we'll see. If it's Nichushkin feeling real good. If it's Bowers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. But I bet it's two of those. Now I make okay. it up the ante. There you go. I'm feeling <laughs> a little better at that point then. Supposedly Helm is quite close too, so... We'll see. Uh, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, okay, let's, let's talk about the bad. And keep in mind, we understand the score here. We understand what's going on. This isn't a slight against any of these hockey players as people. Some of them just had a rough night. I'll start it off. Despite a quality opportunity or two. Ben Myers looked like a rookie tonight. He just did looked a bit lost in the defensive zone at times, cost the abs, the second goal with a brutal turnover at the top of the off the defensive zone. Rather the same way the abs need guys like Miko to be going to have a chance to win. They need their depth to not make the painful mistakes because yeah. you know, they're not going to do a ton. They just need them to not lose them the game. Yeah. Myers, you live with that? It's fine. You just accept it and move on? Or does there need to be improvement there? Oh, no. I think there needs to be improvement because Myers is hopefully not just a call-up guy. They have a plan for him to be a regular in this roster at some point. And if he wants it to be this season, a lot of changes need to happen. Definitely wasn't good enough if he was looking for regular status. Yeah. No, and I think that was the expectation to start the year, and he fell short of it. That's why he gets reassigned, right? And that's why he's been in Loveland this time. Obviously, he missed some time to injury as well, but those mistakes can be really costly, and he really has to dig deep with some of those. Yeah, and those mistakes, I mean, Bednar just doesn't live with any of that stuff. You see Correct. how he will just move people down, right, off of one or two mistakes. So, Yep. <laughs> Which is crazy because then if you bring up Jacob McDonald, how does that guy still play for the Avalanche? Uh, yes, but also, who, who what is is, there? what's their other option, <laughs> right? And and it's been four or five games now for Jacob where it's like, yeah, the defense just isn't good enough. I Some of that is some systems miscommunication. Yeah. Sure, I get it, but it's just rough right now for Jacob. It just seems like he's so offensively minded that he forgets about his first role, which is to make sure that he's playing D. Uh, just caught out of position multiple times, getting burned by you know other players from the other team. Yeah, it's just it's not it's not a good look. No, and because of how he profiles, he's supposed to be really mobile and fast, right? So when yeah. he does need to get back, losing those races to get back is kind of unacceptable, just because of the type of player that he is. Yeah. So the defensive errors are one thing, too, but not being able to recover, too, because he doesn't have the speed is just a really tough look for him. Yeah. It's it's tough when your bottom pairing guy is going through something like that, because now it's now you're talking about a bottom pairing where it was already questionable. Now they have zero trust from the coach. Yeah. At a certain point. You know, they have to say, all right, we can't play Taves and Makar anymore. <laughs> it can't keep going. So they have to just throw those guys out there and live with it. And uh, 
it just didn't work well tonight on a, on multiple goals for McDonald. It, one just hung Sam Gerrard out to dry on. So, and Gerrard didn't have his best game either. I know, like yeah, a lot of people sure. like to attack him, but he definitely wasn't at the caliber that he needs to be at. But a lot of that had to do with just like you said, being hung out to dry a lot. Yeah, and it was a mess defensively too. Everyone was taking shifts with everyone. <clears throat> Which yeah. is fine. It's fairly normal for the Avs to do stuff like that, but it's just one more little layer in the... <clears throat> there's just too many things working against well, the Avs right it now. It was really weird to see it was Makar and Sam Gerrard to start yeah. the game. Yep. Kind of a weird way to start it. So, I mean, it's a lot. Are there any other significant bad games from players that you're looking at that need to be better from tonight? Not, not ones that played meaningful minutes. Sure. No, and honestly, like back to the Ben Myers conversation, he of the call ups had some of the most ice time. They gave him a lot of leash and runway, and I think that speaks to the future plan for him and why we are being a little hard on him and saying that he does need to dig a little deeper because for example foodie had some errors as well definitely some gaffes they didn't feel as glaring and they also feel to be expected of a player who is so young as foodie like myers is newer to the league but he's not as young he's he's got a little bit more experience under his belt and you just want a little bit more it's it's partly understanding the situation. You saw a play similar to what Myers did on the turnover leading to the goal happen to Alex Newhook in the third period of this mm. game. But instead of just having the puck get turned over, Boston's gone past him. Knew he loses the puck a little bit, but he battles enough that it doesn't turn into a rush against him. It's still not good, but not complete disaster on that play. And that's what Blaze was talking about. Bednar just wants you to not be a disaster. Right. If you cannot be a disaster, you're fine. <laughs> so I know the bar is real low right now for Colorado, but that's where it's at. It's just the truth. I, I don't know what else to tell you on that front. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the Avs give up the two goals in the second and then things get out of hand in the third period where, again, it's Boston kind of shut it down even five minutes left in the second period, they just started playing safe, mostly cruising, take advantage of the risks the Avs are taking. And the Avs just couldn't keep up. Like, straight up, not knocking them. Again, I thought the effort was fine. It was just Boston read the play better, executed better. There was just a clear difference in ability. Created low event hockey. Yep. Back to the 90s shutdown hockey, where it's just like, it, it was kind of boring. It kind of was. Yep. And, you know, part of that is the Avs' inability to generate through that, to yeah. be fair. But you know what fixes that? Skill. Huh. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, on that note, we are brought to you all by Illegal Pete's, our partner just down the road. You can go get an absolutely delicious burrito from them. Highly recommend you go over there. Uh, it was Jesse that brought in an Illegal Pete's burrito the other day, and I was like, regretting my life choices that I didn't <laughs> also get one. I'm a big burrito person though. I, I do love my burritos, but you can go over to illegal Pete's today. Go check them out. They got happy hour from three to six, which you can get super good deals on some of their margaritas and other drinks that they have over there. If you haven't gone already, uh, 
It's dope time. Illegal Pizza's great. Go check them out. Uh, love them a ton. Also brought to you by the people over at Game Time. There's a link down in the description. Look, I get it. If you don't want to pay top dollar prices to watch the Avs right now, makes sense. <laughs> Go to Game Time. You can get tickets up to 60% off. Maybe a little bit more in line with the caliber of hockey getting played. So that's a good way to get in there for an affordable price. At the end of the day, you still get to watch the Avs play, even if it is mostly Eagles players. They're wearing the Avs jersey. So head on over to Game Time. Again, link down in the description. Over 15 million people have used the site to get their tickets. So jump on it today. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, all right, let's get to our king of the game. And honestly, you should be pretty happy about this one. I know it's a meme, but the Avs did it. They made it through a hockey game hey. without anyone getting hurt. It was a little touch and go with Miko there in the first period for a second. We oh, weren't man. sure. But they made it through without an injury. So <laughs> Is that a doctor? <laughs> Dr. Jared, Ab? That's Jared Bednar. All right, all right. I like it. It's good. Quality stuff. We right need to there. add some eyes to the Avs logo. I actually was trying to look right now. I feel like <laughs> Av's logo with eyes would be terrifying. That does sound scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know about that one. <laughs> That's a great jersey, Briggsy. <laughs> it's it's a win. It's the, certainly the closest the Av's team is going to get to a win in a game like this. Yeah. Put it that way. Again, really just in a holding pattern until the Av's can at least get a little bit healthier right now. They're just outside of Makar, Rantanen, and Georgiev, they're just not a talented enough team. Because even the NHL guys, Alex Newhook is not a first-line player right nope. now. It's just, that's not a realistic ask of the guy. So they're just fighting through it. Well, it's crazy when you look at like the teams, right? Like, this is what can happen to a team. This is how slim the margin of you're one of the best teams in the league to you're the worst team in the league is you get this many injuries and your team slips that much. Yeah, it's, it's just the truth. It's, it's razor thin in the NHL. Any team can beat any team on any given night when they're not injured to the level <laughs> of that they're an AHL team. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have some super chats to get to here. We're going to keep this one short for y'all <laughs> because there's just not a ton there for this one tonight. Uh, the walrus himself with $5 saying, when is blaze going to suit up for the abs? He can play right bench and help the Eagle Lanch line change. <laughs> Eagle Lanch. I mean, I can open a, a, a door pretty well. You're a good grocery stick. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Which side of the grocery stick are you on forward or defense? I'm a defense. <laughs> I was, I was forward when I was younger, but now that I'm older, I play D. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, the Evs need forwards worse than D, so you're out, Blaze. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also a million years old, so. <laughs> you got a million. I don't know. A million. I don't know. We'll see. Once you once you cut that weight you're working on, you might right. be good to go. That's right. Uh, Two dollars from vaguely sober saying, "Welcome to season one of the Skating Dead." <laughs> uh, I don't know if anyone has anyone ever seen Zombie Nation. Anyone watch that sci-fi show? They did have uh, an episode with a guy who was playing for the, 
I think it was the Tri-City Americans, actually. What? <laughs> yeah, I think it was with a CHL team. And, like, the zombies invaded, like, a junior hockey game. It was... <laughs> people were getting spearing zombies with hockey sticks and stuff. Oh it was great. Gosh. It was great. Uh, <laughs> it is. It, if it is for real. They just shut the lights out on us. But that's appropriate. <laughs> Uh, 279 from John who says this team is a joke. I mean, I appreciate the dollars, but you got to have realistic expectations, right? With this many injuries. It's, this isn't a fair representation of the team, the Colorado avalanche built because literally over half the lineup is not players. They had in the lineup that they were planning on doing. So, well, I mean, you look at the injured players, that's a, that's a top six forwards and your top 40 yeah, right it's it's, well, it's also it's not like not oh all there, their but... bottom six is injured it's like no literally their most important player <laughs> is hurt and a lot of other important players yeah. too uh and then five dollars from zach saying if we have another injury can we ice bernie all right should we do a poll would you rather ice bernie or lil burn <laughs> <laughs> Lilburn's deceptive on the rush. Right. I think Lilburn. He's he's got the he's small. He's shifty. All right. He's gonna be. <laughs> he's got young legs. He's got young legs. I. It's just. It's just tough. Yeah. It's a tough team to expect anything out of. It's it's a tough team to find a lot of positives out of. Yeah. It's hard right now for Colorado, and I hope it gets better soon, but I don't know that it's gonna, at least not for another week or two. So pain. Is that that your final thought? Yeah. Pain. (laughs) Megan, any stats you want to throw at us? Anything to finish us off here? No. All right. No. Yeah, we didn't. Kale McCarr looked great tonight. Eh, I wouldn't go great. He looked good. Look, he looked... Okay, he looked good. The problem is, is that he would make some magic happen, make a pass, and then it would just go off. Guys, and stick. then it was Charles Houdon. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> just a name. No, just a name. A you could replace that name with ten of the Avs twelve forwards tonight, and it would have applied the same. All right. So pain, 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 pain. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow for a regular show. Hopefully, talking about something more entertaining. Uh, we love you. We'll talk to you later.